All right, well, let's get stuck into this uh, chocolate block Bowfine Stakes Day preview, BJ. Sounds like a plan, Terry. Let's go. Uh, rail is at the seven metres. Uh, we won't see a drop of rain from Thursday through to Saturday. Um, so we will have a good four track. Uh, as you mentioned last week, and I thought it was uh, really uh, a valid point, something I probably hadn't looked into deep enough, despite the fact we will see the dry track. It's still affected um, in times. It's still affected in um, rail is probably the key. Um, it, it's been a season, and I've said this quite a lot, and I'm probably harping on a bit of it. It's been a season where you do really need to watch a few races. If you're betting later in the day, you're almost better giving up a little bit of a price to just make sure that the inside pad isn't cooked. Um, there's many good runners later on um, who, who have drawn inside or be settling on an inside pad because more often than not, the inside pads, it's just off mm. at the moment. Um, Cripper, who's obviously on the on the cast a bit, um, he he's of the opinion last Saturday that the inside pad was really cold. He goes into that type of data, well, he did for last week, a bit uh, deeper than I did. Um, that makes the runs of horses like Zero Demerits, who came off the fence, that little bit better. Not convinced it was as bad um, last Saturday, but, I mean, we, we just have to be so wary. It, it's even when we've had two good four tracks recently that the inside pad has been um, – it's been really sloppy, so – Watch and learn the early races and um, and adjust as we go throughout the day, Beach. Yeah, maximum 20 degrees, sunny. Looks like being a nice day out there on Belmont. So at Belmont on, on Saturday. Yeah, it was – the time suggested it was probably still affected last week, mm-hmm. uh, the Vince Cardi times that I saw. However, there was one horse that was not affected one iota, and that was showmanship. His figures mm. were through the roof and just stood out like the proverbial. So rain, hail, or shine, I think uh, showmanship, wow, what a, what a machine. Good Terry. horse. Mm. Good horse. Yeah. All right. So should we just get right into this yeah, two-year-old race in. to kick things off? All right. The two-year-old, uh, the Peninsula Dining Room Plate. Need to go for a, a meal up there shortly, BJ, surely. Yeah. Uh, over the 1,000 metres, um, to be honest, I've, I've stayed out here to your BJ. I don't really have a hugely strong opinion. The only query I had and, and was interested in your thoughts is uh, Pikey hopping off Bumper Humper, who was a, a nice winner seven days ago, to ride for Simon Miller, um, Bourbon Bow, who failed horribly first up. What did you, uh, did you make of that particular appointment? I suspect that his allegiances to the Simon A. Miller yard were more significant than Bump Hubba being a last start winner. That's Jeez, the way that's that I really, read that. really well worded, BJ. Mm. Extremely well worded. That's um, yeah, it's a great answer. Well, 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 <laughs> well done. <laughs> and and also, Bourbon Bow uh, sees Simon A. took took this two-year-old back to the trials on Monday, four hundred meter breeze up with the blinkers on. Yeah, um, looked like it. Moved really, really well. Looks like it's got plenty of ability, but it just seemed to just completely fall apart uh, on race day, on debut a couple of weeks ago. So who knows? Will he be able to transform his trial form to race day? That's going to be something that we'll have to wait and see. Yes, 100%. So where are you leaning here, Beach? Well, I I found this really tough, actually. I ended up siding with Clairvoyance mm. on debut from the impressive racing Darren McAuliffe yard. Travis Murray. Travis Murray. Yeah, no, yeah. big owner. The original. Levithian. The original mm. WA Racing mastermind himself, he Travis is. Murray. This horse trialed back at, uh, it's won three of its four trials. 
Lake Hill, 9th of March, 950-meter trial, led all the way to beat a horse called Mystical View, who was a recent midweek, so recent white two-year-old winner with Pike on board. Second uh, horse won, third horse won, fourth horse went huge, big form lines. Big form lines. Then it came out and trialed Belmont 22nd of June, Chris Parnham on board, led again. A couple of horses came at it to go past it, but Chrissy Parnham slipped an inch of rain and it cruised to the line quite stylishly, I felt. From two, I originally thought it might be able to hold up in front, but I imagine Mindari with the blinkers on, they'll just attack Paul Jordan, Craig Staples. Champagne Diva. Yeah, yeah, there'll be a few looking to to, to sort of crash across. Born, born, to born to rule. Pure excitement. So that might mean that clairvoyance lands leaders back. Uh, in a tempo race, just needs a bit of room. I think this filly can impact on debut. I had it rated sort of equal on top with Mindari and Born to Rule. I think it's open about $6, so that's probably third, equal second, equal third favourite at the moment, clairvoyant. Tough old race to mark, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So no no real strong leaning here, Terry, but if you gun to my head, if I want to give the listeners a tip, I'll be rolling with clairvoyance. One query horse for you. The only one that uh, I, I did I did very quick replay for him, but uh, I could just feel this wasn't a race I wanted to get too stuck into, so I spent my time elsewhere. Classic Magnus mm. for a very form Lindsay Smith yard. Uh, didn't mind the debut on a big leader bias day. Um, we just mentioned there's a fair bit of uh, toe in this race up front. Never like backing the youngsters that are going to sit and sprint, but uh, Lindsay can't do much wrong at the moment. We're seeing low double figures. Did you like the trial enough to consider classic Magnus here at all? Yeah, I really like both its trials, to mm-hmm. be honest. Uh, both like your trials. I think I made a strong case for it on debut, actually, back in that okay. Champagne Diva midweek. Was that midweek? It was uh, midweek, yes. Midweek Ascot race. It was the last winner I backed midweek, actually, 26th <laughs> of February. Five, just, just a tick under five months ago. And what about L Smith? Yesterday, he's got another treble. Mm. Uh, the stablemate Moore first started two-year-old, 480 to 250 or 450 to 280 or something like Get that. a bit of money for it. Beating a nostril. Mm. What about the bold success money? Huge. Was that your money, Guru? I saw oh, you tipped it in your geez. Betfair preview. We, well, I tipped it at seven dollars. That's the problem. I mean, I haven't tipped many winners, but I'm going it, buddy. Neg ten percent on Betfair, but uh, I only get given two dollars sixty for that as my uh, result. So it makes things difficult. But um, I only had half my stake early, or what I was trying to get on. I didn't think the money had come to uh, to that degree. But maybe, tough little horse, isn't it? Maybe Marty Rivers and his merry men all well, got together and they, just they absolutely must have, crunched. Well, they, they, they must be losing faith, surely. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it was uh, it was a good win. But um, yeah, no, Lindsay can't do much wrong at the moment, can he? Yeah, I I just felt classic Magnus in a tough race would be doing well to finish top three uh, although i think this is a horse that's gonna that's got plenty of upside just maybe wanted to have a look at her especially from the draw on debut um but yeah as i said if i'm given a tip out i'm going to stick with the man himself travis murray clairvoyance on top oh, good luck to the original mastermind race two free entry to belmont park is there anywhere else you'd want to be <laughs> honestly even if it's not a race day like there's nowhere else in the world i'd want to be personally <laughs> free entry to belmont park and uh, our mate braddy um brad McManus. brad mcmanus chucked up on us actually a little shout out give brad a few shout outs but i thought he set of markets this morning um, whereas uh, as good a set as I've seen, I usually, he's given me, they're, they're good enough to give me a little limit. It's only a little nibble I'm allowed to have on a Saturday morning, but they're good is enough that, to give me a little. Is that a VIP situation? Yeah, a little bit, I guess. Mm. So. Fair enough, isn't it? Mm. And um, I didn't have 
a bet, I don't think, this morning. It would have been the first time. I usually can find at least one race, but it's obviously only a little tidbit we get on early. But no, tremendous looking set. And he chucked on Twitter last night. I'd love to see everybody's um, markets for, for a race of this nature that uh, will divide opinions. But I do think most people um, will have the same horse on top here, BJ, and that is Pucker Punyal. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Lindsay Smith. Speaking of Lindsay Smith, mm. good segue, exactly right. He, um, uh, this, this filly um, has only won one of the six, but arguably should have won a couple more. Yep. Uh, her two runs back this time in, first up she gave uh, Bright Diamond the card up. Um, and was always going to be overrun by that filly. And second up, went forward, ended up having to breeze outside of Levitate, um, kicked clear alongside Bright Diamond. The three of them were about 40-odd lengths by, uh, to fourth. That might be, might be a couple less than mm-hmm. that. But they were a fair way back to fourth. Uh, huge effort to keep on coming. Went down the narrowest of margins to Bright Diamond. Um, she has to be the on-top selection for me here, BJ. I Price? worry. I marked mm. her $2.80, so I didn't actually go early. Wish I did now probably. Wish I took some of the about that price because my market was to 100%. And I could have had her a little thinner. I just had, I've just got a bit of respect for a few of the other runners. Yeah, me moment. too. But <laughs> the, the, the reason I didn't probably have her $2.10 is the 1400 back to $1,200. Um, That's why I had her $3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, I think she'll trade thin. I think she'll be the horse they want. But yep. in saying that, I'll be happy hopping in Betfair at $3 plus. Secret statue was a nice maiden winner. I think we're all getting a bit overexcited about that maiden win. I don't think it was that good, to be honest with you. Looks at aesthetically a lot better than it does because um the horse that she got over the top of late uh, he got over the top of late wicklow princess was stopping dead after being um wide the whole way the horse around third or fourth cool dude oscar uh, is one of the slower horses in wa um cool dude oscar was actually hitting the line um not anywhere near as well as secret statue but it was actually hitting the line really well and i don't think I don't think that bodes well. Um, that was one of the weakest maidens you'll see. Wicklow Princess is a 16-start maiden. Might win today. While we're recording, actually, BJ. Might mm-hmm. actually win today. But um, very, very, very weak maiden. Most of those horses will not win a horse race. So this is a massive step up in class for Secret Statue. Um, not Definitely not saying cannot, cannot, cannot win because we see these Cerise and Wright winners uh, elevate massively um, at their second career starts. But um, has to be there. Has to be the risk course here, but uh, I can't see a reason why Captain Kink Silken Eyes can't win this race either, to be honest. It's a cracker. Um, $3 plus Pucker Punyal if I can get that late. Otherwise, I'm going to stay out and have a watch. What do you make of Platinum Bullet? Uh, good. Like like Platinum Bullet. Just think uh, with Pike off, even though probably wasn't – his last two steers on this um, on this filly probably weren't too crush hot actually. Um Gets the map and whatnot. I just – I don't know if we're carrying 59 and beating a horse like Pucker Punyal mm. who's sort of probably yet to peak this campaign or it's probably just in the process of peaking this campaign with three and a half kilos less. So um, Platinum Bullet's the one that I've got a bit further out in my mark. It's probably the one I'm not considering regardless of a price late. Um, Captain King's going to be the forgotten runner here. Really? It's, the, it's 480 at the moment, Captain King. Is it? Well, yeah. watch Betfair late. Suspect okay. suspect this will really get out the door late. And could, well, I thought that could be a bet. might be the forgotten runner. One of those two will be yeah. the forgotten runners. I've, I've marked them both at $6.40. I think he's good enough, Silken Eyes. Yeah, maybe yeah. he did. Maybe he spun his wheels a bit uh, in the wet last start. Maybe he didn't like going underneath horses. He's pretty close too, actually. Maybe, yeah. maybe his couple of career wins have been... 
maybe not as good as we think. I don't know. Jury's got to still be out. The jury, yeah. but it's just this is a cracking little race. If I get my plan is very simple: three dollars uh, puck of punyal or play. Otherwise, I'll stay out and watch and um, yeah, enjoy. Yeah, I'm similar to you, Terry. I've got puck of punyal on top in my leg up. Uh, price isn't there for me. If I'm looking for an overland race, it currently sits with silken eyes. Started favourite first up, heavily back. Tittle's ten thousand meters. I think. With a slightly more patient ride from Paul Harvey, saved up. He's got a big kick um, when he's right, Silken Eyes. He can make things really interesting, I believe. Yeah, but Pakapanya was my on-top selection. Silken Eyes, the big danger. I'm with you. I'm, I wasn't entirely convinced with Secret Statue. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, just when it uh, Secret Statue. I think uh, the one thing I do think Secret Statue can do is settle closer, though. Yeah. Uh, got a long way back because of the wide gate. It, it actually, actually jumped quite, quite well. well. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. So the back of the leader isn't an impossibility here, um, but dropping the bit as he did between sort of the six and the four, can't be doing that against these horses. So, yeah, I it's a great watch. We're a really interesting watch. Never want to put a line through one of Bob's, but um, really looking forward to the race. Good. Race three is the Tab Touch West Speed Platinum Handicap over the 1,600 metres. Looks as though it's a really, really nice option. Oh, here we go again. Lindsay Smith for mm. uh, very progressive filly, Aberdeen Queen. Made a mess of the midweek. Same weight, same track and distance. Jared Noski on board. She does have gate 13 to contend with at the moment. But to me, I suspect she's got a significant class edge on these and looks the one to beat again, clearly. Terry? Yeah, she clearly does. Uh, that was a, a dominant victory. Had had the favours in the run in regards to sure, the fact they yeah. went mad. There was weak speed around her. Jared pulled her out at the right time. But, um, yeah, very simply, she's the best horse in this race. There's no doubts about that. Uh, my, my query here is there's no, there's no obvious leader in the race, so they might not go along at much of a tempo. I'm expecting... Stella Ann yeah, to probably Stella lead them. Leading, yeah. I think Stella Ann would probably prefer to take a sit. Far better horse with a sit. Um, Stella Ann was huge last start in that Aberdeen Queen race too. They went to the 600. They went six lengths above benchmark. Um, she Stella Ann breezed, gave a really nice kick. She was basically in a photo for second with uh, alongside Moderator yeah. and a few other um, horses who go around here at half the price, if not if not less than that. With Moderator, I think Moderator is about six bucks. She's twenty one dollars. So look, I think they've got to be aggressive here. Even though they prefer the stable, prefer a sit. I think they have to go forward and really own the fact they're the only obvious speed horse in this race. Um, and I think Stella Ann can give a fair bit of cheek mm-hmm. uh, out in front. Don't think she's got the class, but um, look, Noski's probably going to have to be somewhat aggressive with Aberdeen Queen. Yeah. Uh, I think from 13, he can't just drop drop her out to last because they, they might go that slowly um, that she's in an unwinnable position on the back of horses that won't take her into it. So, I mean, if he looks for a spot midfield and a slowly run race, and obviously the slower they go, the harder to find a spot because there's less um, stringing th- out. Three wide with cover. Yeah, that's exactly that's right. So, I mean, yeah. you've got to think with the big weight, there's a chance that Aberdeen Queen gets posted here. There's got to be a, a chance of that occurring. So, I won't be hopping in at the even money. Um, I've marked a $2.50 just because of the the issues. Yeah, I, I, was, can, I was 280 here. Yeah, yeah 280 Just issues I can see with the map. On the current market, um, Gifted Warrior, who we were just talking to Todd, Earlier, Gifted Warriors were forget run last start. There was a typical Paul Harvey. I'm just putting him away. No interested in the conclusion of that race. Previous efforts, all good in probably better races besides Aberdeen Queen than this. I've marked Gifted Warrior 13, so $18 is a little spec. Uh, Street Fair, if this was Mitchie Pateman sticking on, mm. um, who could ride a broomstick at the moment? This would be a big each way go. Alan Kennedy. Mitchell Pateman, uh, blonde hair. 
for or against? Yeah, no, against definitely. <laughs> toilet brush head. Yeah, there's a few of them. In the few of them that play for Frio actually. I'm not not sure about the uh, the toilet brush head thing, but uh, anyway, it's because when your heads, it looks like you you had the toilet brush. Right? In case I had to explain <laughs> that, but um, yeah, no, look, not not a big fan personally, but uh, each to their own. I can't say a great deal. So, what was the other one? Uh, look, perceptive miss gets the back of the leader and can run a race in a slowly run affair, but is more. Of an Ascot horse or a probably more of a country horse, to be honest. But yeah, Aberdeen Queen should be winning. I'm going to have little specs on um, on Stellar Ann uh, at 21 Street Fair at about nine bucks and something small on Gifted Warrior at 18, but um, very small little specs, BJ. Yeah, Aberdeen Queen should win. Again, price isn't there at the moment for me. I was, I was around the 280 mark, uh, 230 available at present. Biggest dangers for me, Street Fair was a horse to follow. I think it was on last week's podcast. It was huge. A huge street run. Fair was yeah. huge last up. Probably almost should have won. And um, Same problem for Street Fair is the map, though. There's yeah. no real speed in this. And agree, yeah. agree with Terry as well and with Toddy Harvey. Toddy's predicting an improved performance from Gift of Warrior. Blinkers on, better draw, can posse up in a slowly run race. The horse that could be the absolute blowout, Bonneville Black. Trolled super at Belmont the other day. Opened fifty to one locally. Jade McNaught's going to get back and be flooding flooding home. Could be mad, Terry, but we'll discuss that later in the show. Jeez, I'd Bonnieville Black on the second of February, BJ, in a class one. Have a have a watch against Mexi Cola, who went round at about a dollar sixty. Now Bonnieville Black going for a small fortune. It was a, I don't think it was Peter's best ride. And uh, <laughs> Peter Hall, I, yeah, I, uh, I haven't forgotten that day. And it came out one at its next start. It's um, after being backed off the map. So, I owes me a buck, but geez, it'll be uh, some type of ride from Jade to get um, to get him home from, mm. from fourteen. Trial was good. Might just follow Jared in running. Who knows? Could mm-hmm. be mad. I like it. Race four, moving right along through this preview. I don't think we'll spend too much time on this one, will we, Terry? The no. Swan River Vars. Set weights, 2,200 metres. Uh, really, this, this race has f- unfortunately fallen away significantly, which leaves Material Man $1.45 in this uh, eight-horse field. Marked. I marked him a dollar thirty-five, so mm. he justified as a bet. But uh, no, should win and should win easily. Uh, this is completely and utterly set up for him, Beige, and should just drop to last. Pace in the race from stable mate Noir de Rue and Taxigano will go forward, and um, yeah, Paul Harvey can just make his move depending on the the clip of the race when he wants to go past him. Yeah, should we'll, be winning comfortably. We spoke about Justin Warwick's incredible training performance last week to uh, last start to get um material man to win the strickland stakes only just over a week after he rejoined his original trainer uh he just pulled away from perfect jewel the velvet king and mississippi delta the other day like he just joined in it was he just wound back the clock the other day material man he'll be winning at the shorts this is a pretty low race i'm expecting um, Taxigano to be an improver? What do you think? Yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah. I, if you go through, Taxigano hasn't put a bad run in in its last 20. Um, there's been three bad runs. And again, not this isn't a knock on Steve Parnham, but all three were when Steve was on. So perhaps the horse and Steve didn't agree with each what other. about soft tracks as well? Um, He's one on a heavy though. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too perturbed about that. His effort in the Roma Cup first start with Peter Hall on the 16th May was huge. Yeah, if was we go great. back to there. Yeah. So the, uh, maybe the horse is simply, there's something not right with the horse and... Uh, I'm not sure. The blinkers going on, Mitch going on. You couldn't ask for a better front-running jockey to go on at the moment. Um, I, I honestly believe if 
Material man is to be beaten. It's by Taxigano. If Taxigano improves and runs to his best going forward, yeah. he can definitely give this a shake. So the only danger yeah. for me... If it turns um, into a war or something like that, Taxigano at his best, yeah. Exactly right. But yeah. this is definitely not me tipping Taxigano. I think material man's a certainty. Yeah, and we did speak about Mitchell Payman. Five winners at Cowboy mm. on Sunday. How, how's this though? Five winners and what's one of the two that doesn't get up? Escalating the one I own. <laughs> you wouldn't read about it, would you? <laughs> that well done. Huge effort to ride uh, to ride five. Especially how are we, we going to get escalating over the line? Too, right? Right? Mitch has done everything he can. He's led. He's taken a sit. He's he's given it. Uh, he's given it pretty much the perler. The ten out of ten, nearly every start he's ridden it. So, no, nah, I think escalating is a. Um, is always going to be standing next to the bride. I'd suggest. Okay. No. Why don't Why don't we? Put Maddie on, ask her to ride three wide, no cover. No, that like might that. be the go. That that's our last, go. yeah, that's our last draw, I think. Okay. So, yeah, material man. Uh, one thing I want to add on this race, Terry, mm. a bit of trivia for you. Okay. Did you know the last two Swan River Vars winners have both gone on to claim Group 1 glory in the Eastern States? Can you name the horses and can you name the races they went on to win? Oh, dear. Gadding. McKinnon, McCarvey Diva, Diva, McCarvey Diva, sorry, McCarvey Diva, and come play with me. Correct. Metropolitan. That's Ah. right. (laughs) Yes. That wasn't pre-planned either. That's. uh, I'm happy with that. High fives all around. Where's Spotty, my dog? I put. High fives, Spotty. Come celebrate with me, Jim. I put the guru on. uh, on I'm surprised. Under the pump, and he responded. There we go. He like bold success yesterday. (laughs) Just gave it the stick at the two, and here he comes. So yeah, like material man could. Could invariably win this, go east, win a group one. Who knows? Speaking of going east. Oh, Material Man's not going anywhere again. I'm only joking. Speaking (laughs) of of going east, uh, Velvet King and Gadding, who we just mentioned, they will now be joining Peter Moody, comeback black caviar champion trainer Peter Moody. Alongside Criminal Code. Criminal Code? Criminal Code's going to – Chris Waller. Sorry, Criminal Code. I just read something earlier. Chris, uh, Chris Waller. For yeah. criminal code. Yes, I just read it on. Uh, was Chris. he? Was he WA Derby place getter criminal code? I think so. It was in the race. Um, was, uh, yeah, so no longer going to first up. No longer going to Lindsay Smith. Uh, getting the Velvet King are teaming up with Peter Moody. So there that was some news coming out of mm-hmm. West Australian Racing Circles yesterday. So all eyes on Material Man in this year's edition of the Swan River Vars. Terry, the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind competition is back. Finally. 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 So congratulations to the team up in uh, up at the Mundaring for surviving COVID and all the uh, pressure and restrictions they've been under. They've pulled through and, um, yeah, once again, the Mastermind competition is up and running. $100 gift voucher available to the winner of our WA Racing Trivia quiz. Now, firstly, just letting everyone know that the Mundaring Hotel has been the heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. Um, if you get a chance, drop in and see the, the publican, Ian, Butchie, O'Connor. Say good day. Let him know you're a 1-1 listener. Feed, flutter, Froffies, it's all happening up at the Mundaring. So we've got three Bofine Stakes questions loaded, ready to go. Terry, I'll be interested to see how you get on with this one, but we'll kick things off. Name the horse that was first past the post in the 2018 Bofine Stakes but was later disqualified. Question two. Chris Ganjimi has four runners in this year's Bofine. Name the Ganjimi racing horse and the jockey 
that won the 2015 edition of the Bofine. Finally, a little blast from the past. Who rode Lady Wild, the Vernon Brockman trained Lady Wild, to win the 2001 Bofine Stakes? That it? That's it. Jeez, I thought you were going to throw up a couple of half volleys today, BJ. They've um, they've reared they've reared off a good length. Those three. Uh, I've gone zero for three. Zero for three. I've gone zero for three. I think. Yeah, I, I might know the second one. Um, disappointed. I don't know the first one. I love a good controversy. Yeah, um, but it's not coming to me. So no, zero from three. They've all gone straight past the outside edge. Okay, so if you think you're good enough, make sure that you private message your answers to us at the one one pod on Twitter. The answer to the three quiz questions, we'll, we'll post them on our Twitter feed as well for anyone who missed them. And, uh, yeah, $100 gift voucher up for grabs, Heart of the Hills, since 1899, the Mundaring Hotel, Terry. I like it. BJ, it's good to have the, the mastermind back. Sure is. And we have to now move on to race five, the Glenroy Chaff Handicap. Mm, can you a, hear that? Can you hear the vortex starting to whip up again, Terry? Yeah, well, we just saw a dollar twenty odd pop get up in the first at uh, Pinjarra, wearing the famous Cerise and White, wearing the 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 pink and cream. Yes, mm-hmm. we did just see uh, we see, did just see Giant Leap get up. It's uh, Windstorm will probably go around. It's a very a very similar quote. I think that was trading a dollar twenty nine late on the exchange and. There, so Windstorm will go around um, around that price. Probably not the dollar tens this start because there has to be some risk of bad luck from Barrier One here, um, Bernard. I'm, I'm a bit surprised by the price. What do you? Well, longer, shorter? What, what are we talking about? It's moment? a dollar twenty-eight, dollar thirty-two. Yeah, you got to put it up at that. How, how often does it lose? One in four. Mm. Two in four. Fifty-fifty. Yeah, that would be a bit I, too I, much I'm going to be fascinated to see what the exchange does late. Yeah, there'll be a couple looking to take it on, but mm. uh, all the ratings players will obviously be, be, be big on Windstorm, but yep. um, no bad luck. And uh, don't forget, we've been talking about those cold inside pads. Mm. Only four back the fence on a um, on a sloppy rail. And what about to 1,200? Yeah, I think as we, we discussed this- is this, very um, intriguing. Yesterday, didn't we? And we, yep. we said we think it's a programming issue because I don't think military ruler would have been wanting to drop back to the 1200 either. But um, unfortunately, there is a lack of options. I do think military ruler will probably back up next week mm-hmm. in the mile race. This might be just a little bit of a pipe opener for that. They might be looking to get. And how, how well have they got military ruler back off one mm-hmm. year, no trial? Um, two huge performances against showmanship and windstorm. So tremendous, another tremendous training effort. Darren puts in, um, yeah, he's he's someone you never you never discount if a horse has gone horribly, or if a horse is a thousand to sixteen hundred, or if it's just a sort of a, a unique looking setup. He's a trainer you always um, you have that little bit of respect for that he can pull off the impossible. Yeah, he's too good for me. To same degree. So, too but look, good to me. I can't give you much here apart from the fact I think Windstorm's a risk. I wouldn't be putting you in. Some people like to take their dollar twenty bankers in the multis. I wouldn't be doing that with the uh, with the Stormer here uh suspect you'll win but geez i reckon you'll lose a few years off your life if you're hopping into the dollar 20 from four back the fence pin sun will cross massimo might cross pin sun then from out wide you're going to have military ruler coming across son of a god coming across could as i said very well end up four back the fence um no standout for second i basically grouped cryptic love uh military ruler coming back to the 12 was a negative um but 
Love the former military ruler. Uh, Massimo, how many more runs has he got in him? I'm not sure, but geez, this could be a nice setup. Probably, yeah. gets, probably gets the 1 1 mass. And Son of a God goes down in weight, but obviously rises in class. And Chloe will try and do the exact same thing she did last start. So, who have, so got, who have you got leading? Surely this has got Massimo written all over it out in front. No, Massimo won't lead this. I, I don't think. You don't reckon? Oh, I don't think so. I think they'll be pretty aggressive, military ruler. And Son of a God probably will have no interest in. Um, in breezing unless it's military ruler um clipping they'll, they'll go along at a nice clip here you, you know that for a fact uh, but i think massimo will park just behind and probably on the outside of pin sun in yeah, the right. one one that's what i'm thinking but um if he was mine straight to the front no i've been waiting for massimo with cover all campaigns yeah, so but i'm he, not, he, I'm he, not they, really they're talking back this. to a thousand the other day and pike couldn't hold him he couldn't hold him any slower, like just charged on him. Well, that so, was a funny. He missed the kick. Ended up a long way back. That was a funny run race. Mm. That one. I mean, that was a that was one of my that was a tough old day on the on the wrecks that day. Uh, <laughs> I, think some, I, I think I spoke to you. Yeah, after that, you right? did. I was. I think I was desolate. It's probably a word you'd, you'd probably use that day when Western Pride was beaten by seventeen. The worst part about that was I read on Twitter. An analyst on Twitter, I mentioned my name, mentioned that the reason Western Pride failed that day was because he was three wide with cover, and he, he struggled. He was beaten seventeen lengths. I mean, and. People are paying for this stuff. You're kidding me, aren't you? Um, but anyway, BJ, I can't. That wasn't my stuff, was it? <laughs> <laughs> you're, just, you're kidding me. I, uh, I, I'm just dumbfounded. Uh, I, uh, I can't really separate the rest. Yeah. I just want to stay out. I'm going to watch this horse race. Um, look, if I've marked all those ones I just mentioned in a group around the $15 mark. Yeah. Um, if you give me sort of 40 to 1 late yeah. fair for one of them, I might hop in each way. All right, so um, if, if all hell breaks loose and Pikey's held up, nowhere to go, can't get clear, yeah. the wizard's pogo stick goes missing exactly when he needs it, who – Who's going to be the the person? Who's going to be the horse rather to take advantage of this situation? Yeah, uh, military love mass. Probably, okay. Yeah. I'm, so. I'm Massimo actually. Yeah. <laughs> I just mentioned three horses in one. That was yeah. a joke. In case you missed that one. So, uh, I don't, I really don't know. Maybe military rule, but as I said, I think they've got a they've got an eye on the um on the mile next week. Well, I think they would. I don't I don't know that for a fact, but. Yeah. Uh, no, don't know. Cracking race after. This is genuinely the race of the day after Windstorm, though. And yeah. um, if you are confident, uh, or if you if you like a little each way play on some value, you're going to get it here, and you're going to you're going to earn it because um, Windstorm is a risk. All right. So here's my theory. Okay. Why isn't Windstorm going to a fourteen and progressing to towards a mile or something? Programming. Uh, I reckon he's on display. Him and showmanship for potential Everest slot suitors. Okay. So that's this is my theory. So I think that Winst why, why, why Windstorm is- e What's the Golden Eagle over? 1,500. 1,500. Yeah, but that's Superstorm. That you, know in a, you know he's in the Golden Eagle market, don't you? Dig deep? Yeah, he is. Of course yeah. he is. Yeah. I don't think that's the plan. I don't, I don't think that's the plan. We're obviously aiming a little higher, but- um, <laughs> Windstorm is in that market. So that's actually got to be worth some form of contemplation, doesn't it? 51 mm. to 1? Because Bob would be Bob would have that well, idea. Well, Superstorm's already on the float. They've left. Superstorm, Regal Power, Arcadia Queen, Perfect Jewel left three, earlier this three week. Three and four-year-olds? Or just four-year-olds? Four-year-olds only. So it's it's the race that they're targeting for yeah. Superstorm. So, yeah, I just, I'm fascinated to see why... Bob's kept this horse to to 1200. Uh I think I think it's I think this horse is on show. It's on show. Same with showmanship. This is on display for those people that have been ringing Bob wanting something for the Everest. They could be just showing 
showing the people over the East Coast what he's got over the six furlongs. You reckon that'd be lengthy phone calls with Bob? You reckon he'd really go in depthly tell tell him a few jokes <laughs> between the questions they're really, asking? You'd or? have to really psych yourself up to speak to I, Bob. I reckon if we that. interviewed him, we'd at least it'd be a shorter podcast, but it's uh, <laughs> there'd be a lot of yes and no answers. I suspect so. He doesn't suffer fools, does he? No, he certainly doesn't. Now, yeah. So anyway, windstorm. Very exciting to see what he can produce. Gate one. Wizard's going to be need to be at his best. If there if something goes drastically wrong for me, I think it could be a horse like Massimo who takes advantage. I actually think they might roll along out in front the guru disagrees but we'll see what happens they will definitely go along at a clip though this will be a hotly contested affair bj moving on to the first leg of the late quaddy the amelia park handicap 1400 meters race six on the program we've got some more peter's investments so recent white action here with inspirational girl resuming from a spell I suspect that you might be looking to play around inspirational girl, Terry. Is that – this sort of, sort of feels like you might be able to look looking for something a bit outside of the square. Um, no. <laughs> no. Really? No, not really, no. Well, the current price is uh, – Hasn't got me, but um, none of the prices have uh, have got me all that much. This is a race, basically, I, I've got it written down that I do believe the two favourites pose risks for different reasons, um, but I can see enough pace in this race for it to turn into a little bit of a mess out in front. Serious Magic will probably lead. Turbo Power, Black Shadow, Rock and Ruler. Bad Wolf will be aggressive. Mm. I've got Bad Wolf breezing. Uh, I think Bow Count might be written quieter. That's why it's gone back to the 1,400 metres to try and replicate its two good runs before its failure at the staying trip. Um, no, I really like Inspirational Girl. It's the same sort of setup as last campaign when she was something like threes out to 550 and just got beaten by Driftstar of all horses mm. um, on the line. I... I am expecting a similar type of setup here. She she's tardily away. She needs to make her own luck. There's no way in the world I'd be taking two dollars twenty. But I am thinking that the money will come in droves for Flower of Scotland again. So this has been quite an amazing three little goes by the the. I'm not sure if it's the the Paige Kenny team or who where the money or why the money's came but she was um flower of scotland was first up she was 12s to fives yep one like a good thing second up was about 450 to 280 one like an even better thing third up was her best win um against slightly harder horses back to a thousand with the 60 kilos 1200 to a thousand back with the 60 kilos um came down the center of the track and was huge um getting over the top of arafura and missing pro who were both going very well another task here because we're talking a thousand up to the 1400 meters not too perturbed about that but my concern is the fact that this is a horse that as we discussed earlier with maddie Derrick, we want her to be riding with broom so gate three problem could be problematic, yeah. There's, as I just listed, there's a bunch of horses there who are going to come across and look to be um, uh, racing in the first probably five or six. I, I know that Maddie, the, the instructions and her plan will be to stay off the fence, but she might be forced in between horses, and, and that could be troublesome for Flower of Scotland. But uh, look, I'm expecting the money to come again. I'm expecting Inspirational Girl to get out, um, and I'll be looking very similar to sort of Pucker Punyal earlier. If we can see the price, I'll get involved. Otherwise, I, um, I I probably won't. I'll be I'll be happy staying out. We don't want to be taking shorts about a horse, um, the inspirational girl who at the three hundred you probably wouldn't want to be on. But the race will change complexion. I think heavily late, BJ. But 
you are right. This is a race where you can find some value with obvious reasons to um, have a knock on, the, on those two. I think Big Bad Wolf, yeah. big, big Bad. Just about getting towards something. Yeah, it might be one more away. It might be one more away, but, I mean, you're talking nearly 30 to 1, so um, you're getting the price to have, have something each way on if that's the way you want it to go. A. Kennedy off uh, skin and tins on to Bad Wolf. That too. was my next line. So mm. he's obviously, I, I dare say he's had the choice though. McGrady has rode skin and tins to victory in the past from memory. So that, that maybe that was Ashley singing. But um, now Bad Wolf was really good last start yeah. around, um, against Windstorm when deep the trip. And first and second up runs in the state were both really good as well. So his best form over race was when settling in the first few. So expect aggressive tactics. Just don't know if he can breeze and win and don't know how easily he gets to the breeze either so it's just a bit sticky in that sense um skin of tens no reason he can't win he's, he's one of the most honest horses in wa but um that honesty doesn't often translate to victories uh fire maker is really nicely in here really like the setup for fire maker but the problem is he's going to be four back the fence and that's just such a difficult ride uh, and everything needs to go right now i think if a horse is going to win from four back the fence and i think inspirational girl will probably finish over the top yeah. of that horse yeah Abby Lane, who Brad said was the uh, the big supported horse on uh, – we need to do a little segment, the supported horses in the morning maybe. That's a little thing we could bring in. But so apparently the money came pretty hard this morning for Abby Lane. Yeah, I'm, I'm, um, I'm keen, Abby Lane, actually. So mm. I marked her third favourite and the, the $18 this morning was over my quote. Uh, the concern for me with Abby Lane was obviously it's going to be a good four. She, her best form is comfortably in the slop. She's also not taken advantage of some good gates at times. We're just making a little bit of a mess at the start. So uh, word of warning for anyone backing Abby Lane. Um, but, yeah, cracking little race. You can make it's, – it's a good leg of the quad. You either – you either sort of go two out with your two favourites or you can actually look for a bit of value and, and, and stretch it around a bit. But, Sam, look, I'm going to be looking for a price inspirational girl like. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think inspirational girl like really, as you said, got beaten by Driftstar but was almost a moral beaten that day. So could be unbeaten to be fair. Mm -hmm. This isn't a very outstanding bunch, is it? And uh, this Cerise and White mare looks like she's going to progress through the grades quite quickly. First up is... Always got to be a touch susceptible. Has mm -hmm. had two trials, and I noticed exact that, same setup. As yeah, last, exact same trials as last campaign yeah, as well. I, and I noticed that Pikey Eerie. like uh, really woke her up late, and she she was after the finish line was when watched, she was doing yes, her best. Watched the hundred two hundred past the point yeah. she was motoring. So yeah, should should be winning. If there's uh, an upset, I suppose the I'm I'm operating around Abbey Lane and Bad Wolf. Mm -hmm. Bad Wolf is building. Thought it's as Terry said. The windstorm run, three wide, no cover, uh, boxed on bravely. The A. Kennedy lean has um, is another tick. Uh, Abby Lane was monstrous first up midweek. Right part of the track, though. That's all I'll say about that. It was a wet track and it was the right part of the track to be coming down. You want it to be wide. like the, Some of those monstrous runs, we'll talk about Double the Pro who won that race later. Double the Pro looked a big run there as well. I think the run of the second horse, one short, was far better coming mm. from the inferior part of the track. Perhaps, so that's yeah. just one thing we need to be wary on. But um, they've always, always, always had a big opinion of Abby Lane and Clint Johnson and Porter is riding very well at the moment. Okay. So, yeah, they're the two that I would be – if Inspirational Girl was going to get rolled, Abby Lane and, um, and Bad Wolf look like the, the ones that I'll be looking towards – Flower of Scotland can't fault her form. Maddie Derrick. Starts favourite. You reckon? Yeah. 
Wow. I told you last week Chantry would start fire, didn't I? Yeah, you got that one right. <laughs> that was before KC was out, unfortunately. Yeah, but I'm with you. I think the low draw will be interesting. If Maddie can fire out, and this horse settles outside leader, Yeah, it could be just about lights out. Lights out, yeah. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to watching it go around, to be honest. I, I hope Inspirational doesn't inspirational Girl doesn't get to my quote almost just so I can um, watch and cheer for Maddie here because um, this is a serious – the runs have been seriously Enormous. good. Yeah, Enormous, like yeah. carrying weight as well. Yeah. Always had a lot of ability, this horse, but mm -hmm. just hasn't been able to gel with one particular rider. Mm -hmm. They've tried a lot of different things, but for some reason, Maddie's gone on and the planets have aligned and all of a sudden this mare has struck career best form like into she's six, rising seven. So, yeah, you never give up on your horse's punters and that goes for you too, Terry. Escalating could be... We could be talking about him in, in years to come, you know. You never know, but... Um, <laughs> The day he cost Mitch a full card. <laughs> so, yeah, look at, looking forward to seeing how inspirational girl goes. But uh, as Terry said, there is a bit of value if you're looking to get this favourite beat in the first leg of the quad. All right. Race seven. Um, finally, Wilson Parking have a, a race named after me. Waiting for years for this to finally happen. The <laughs> Belmont Park Booker Bay Handicap. Booker Bay. Booker Bay. Just, um, yeah, a bit of Booker T. No, tremendous stuff. It's a really another great race name we've got here. When are we getting a race name? Yes. The one out, one back. I mean, what a, what a wickle throw. The one, the one, the one, one. I get, get confused between the other tremendous uh, WA Racing podcast. Uh, okay. Over the 2,000 metres, looking forward to this race. This is the one race of the day I'm, I'm quite enthused about. Are you? I am, yeah. Are you really? I think this is so. Tell me why. I well, need this to race, know this race falls off a cliff after your first few, in my mind. Sure like, you, you just about didn't need a price fourth horse onwards. Uncle Lano, La Bionda, Rivalry Galore, they all sort of battled it out for fourth spot, if you like, in, yep. my, uh, in my book. Uncle Lino did win off 30 days last campaign, actually quite interesting. Mm. So, should lead this. There's plenty of speed in this race. And I also think there's a couple of horses who you'll see mid-race moves from here, BJ. Um, Richardson won his maiden, circling them. Uh, whether that was by design or not, I don't know. But they'll look at that and they'll say, well, we couldn't get this bloke up for how many starts before that. And then we've, we've ridden him aggressively. He was tough as nails. I think they'll say to Jay, especially from the wide gate, get rolling into it early. And we know that persistence times a horse that uh, performs pretty well with a mid-race move too. So um, it wouldn't surprise me. Delusky, Claire's after party, even played the fifth if they don't go forward, uh, which I think they will, to make mid-race moves. Long story short, we could get a bunching field here. Roman Flirt is the obvious selection. It's the yep. best horse in this race. Four big wins in a row. Didn't beat March and got perfect steers, but one like a nice horse. Like just one like a horse is going to be winning plenty more staying races. Last start was huge after sitting deep, the trip looming into it. Had to be beaten the way that race was run. But from barrier 17, uh, we'll come in to barrier 13 after scratchings. It's not going to be an easy steer for W Pike. He'll try and go forward. He'll try and land in a spot just behind the speed. But because this is over 2,000, not the 2,200 or any further. Hits the turn sooner. Hits it? the yeah. turn very quickly here. So, look, if you're putting Roman Flirt in a three-wide line, still think he lets down, she lets down and, and – Runs a nice race, but it's just really concerning from the gate. Sentimental gift, huge first up, one second up last campaign at a staying trip. Risk with Lactar, who's still searching for his first Saturday win. Can't be far away. Actually, yeah. had something small on Zar Merritt yesterday at a million to one. Not Jeez, a bad run. Nearly, yeah, it was yeah. huge. He nearly, uh, nearly got the chockies. But this, to me, is just completely and utterly set up for Barra Magic. Um, last two runs has drawn the inside gate. Uh, last start, really nice run on a cold fence. Have I mentioned a cold fence at all in the last 
32 podcast. Ice cold. Ice cold, yeah. yeah. It's a nice coffee, a dare. Nice coffee. Um, we'll try and get them on board, dare. Where am I going? I've lost it. Barramagic. Magic. Look, the key to Barramagic, three career wins. All of them have been dry tracks. All of them have been wide runs. Exactly. Barry 18 is Ooh. a blessing. Three, they'll, and they'll know that as well. They'll yeah. be 100% aware that this horse performs 10 times better when able to circle around the field. Um, Barramagic, 10 to 1. Each way, all day long, Bernard. Like it, yeah. Mm. He was in the mix for me as well. Don't get me wrong. If, if Pike pings Roman Flirt out into the 1-1, it's all over. But, geez, that's a, it's a difficult thing to do from, from the wide gate with the short uh, short run into the first bend. So we've got yeah. to look at how the race is going to be run too. Yeah, I had it pegged three horse race as well. Roman Flirt, Sentimental Gift, Barra Magic. Everything depends on running position for Roman Flirt. As Terry said, if, if the Wizard does his thing – Lands. If he, all he needs to do is just find cover. If he finds cover, it's, it could be game over. Question. So he finds cover three wide line. Barramagic's two horses behind him. They sprint at the top of the straight. What then? Roman Flirt's wins have more been about field position mm. um, and being able to then sustain a nice run. So being able to out-sprint a horse who really does get home nicely, I think that'll be an interesting one if, if he does have to ride Roman Flirt a little colder than he perhaps would like to. Yeah, potentially, yeah. I've got Roman Flirt on top, a clear standout. I think I had her 2.30, just wins for me. Lactar on sentimental gift, went went good, Huge. First up behind, no apology. Uh, again, as just it's going to be a tricky ride for the junior for the three kilo claimer, and uh, and Barra Magic as everything that Terry said hit the nail on the head. Bang, bang, bang. Eight, uh, eighteen comes into fourteen. We'll just go back, smoke the pipe, circle them in very similar fashion to the way it won over twenty one hundred meters at Belmont back three starts ago, May twenty third. So. Exact same way he won every yep. single career run. He's won. Yep. They're the three for me. Roman Flirt on top. I had Roman Flirt, Flirt. two thirty. Oh, very short. Yeah. I got Roman Flirt three bucks. So I think from a from a gate, I would have probably had a Roman Flirt sub even money just about. But yeah. Um, yeah, no, I can I can see why you've got her so uh, so short. And Barra Magic, I was spot on nine dollars, which is what it is at the moment. What did okay. you have him? Uh, Five fifty, but I do have the clear notation that you are a biased wanker, Terry, and it will be considerably longer. Okay. Not considerably, but um, I think the, I actually have written down right here, we'll trade $9. Well, so there you go. Just, that's just more a note for me when I'm looking at what price to take or whether I should wait. And unfortunately, the rest appear as though they're just making up the numbers. Mm. Roadblocks? Battlers. Lots of battlers. Well, that's why you want a horse that's out wide out of travel, don't you? Oh, it's all We coming. want to see some mid-race moves here. Get yeah. going. Get stuck in an absolute – want to see an absolute S-fight of this race. And um, – Last man standing on the center of the track, CJP, my man, my boy. Riding desperately, Mm. pushing their heads down right on the line. Loves it. Okay. Um, All right. Time for the feature of the day. $100,000 listed, both on stakes, 1,000 meters. This is a good one. This is a good one. Mm. This is a real – this is quite an even, relatively even bunch. It's the first race we don't really have that's not dominated by a very short price favorite, Terry. We spoke to Toddy Harvey about Misty Metal earlier in the well, show. I didn't get to speak to Todd, unfortunately, BJ. <laughs> Terry was sidelined for that conversation, so he's a little Just bit sat, out of the loop. Sitting next to BJ, going, "What do you say? What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> Is he declaring it?" The market has a race in, well, mostly a race in three between Samus Dat, uh, Misty Metal, and Essential Spice. They are the three sort of jostling for favoritism. What's your take on this on this Joss- edition of the Bofine? 
Josh Butlering. Um, sorry, I was trying to come up with something there and nothing came to me. First of all, little statistic. You love my little statistics. Love that, BJ. Yep. You live for them. You get here and you go, what statistics you got for me today? And I say, you got to wait, BJ. Is this a cricket-related one or is it nah, horse this racing? No, this is horse racing, actually. Yep. This is a horse racing. In case you haven't realised, this is a horse racing podcast. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sam versus Central Spice. I've met twice as three-year-olds. Sam well, got the better of a Central Spice on both occasions. Uh, Sam Carried five and a half kilos and then seven kilos. This is over a thousand, then twelve hundred. Um, so he's very a, similar journeys to this. He's a beast, oh, isn't he? He's a beast. Mm. Today he only carries one kilo more than essential spice. I know it's hard to compare weights from such a gap between runs, but I think that tells you a little bit about the class of that horse comparative to essential spice BJ. So for that reason alone, I find it very hard to put Samazdat, have sorry, essential spice ahead of Samazdat. Okay. Um, I've got to have Samazdat on top. Uh, concerns, obviously, that he ends up too far back and blah, blah, blah. Misty Metal should park on what is a pretty hot speed. We've got uh, Mervyn who'll be going mad for Luke Fernie. I'll tell you what, if I don't back a winner here, I won't be on Mervyn, but I, um, I really do hope uh, Mervyn runs a big race. A couple of our... Friends of the podcast, Dan Cripps, training Kyrie, uh, managing Kyrie Ull and trainer Luke Fernie. Kira. <laughs> Kira, shit. Uh, I, yeah, so look, if uh, if we don't have any personal success, let's hope that pairing can um, grab a nice, uh, it would be their first listed victory, I think, for, for the pair. Um, not for Kira, just for the for her manager. Mm-hmm. But no, I um, I think Misty Metal gets a nice camp on Mervyn Super Maxi. Blinkers off whether they are as aggressive as Super Maxi, I'm not sure. I reckon they might be four oh, runners in the race. I, I think so. No, no, it'll probably yeah. suit. Um, it'll suit Sam's dad if there's a bit more tempo on Perhaps. it. Perhaps. That, that might be an added bonus. Who yes. Knows? And Tranquia. Tranquia Sunrise. Um, yeah, I think they'll all go pretty mad and Trigger. they'll get their chance. Roy Rogers coming to town. Trigger. Yeah, mm. if Trigger wins this, I'll do next week's podcast naked, BJ. That's uh, <laughs> oh, please, that's, yeah. please, God. <laughs> please, God. Uh, but look, I, I don't have a strong opinion here for, for a change. Um, I, I like Samizdat over Essential Spice, but Essential Spice will get the, the world perfect, you'd suspect. Yeah. Um, Are we surprised that it got that Flo was able to get past her? Yeah, uh, n- not when I rang you and said, I don't mind Flo here, and we basically, you put the slows on. Well, you fo- you passed on Peter McCormick's slow, so that didn't give me the surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was. I was. Look, you're going to have a lot of trust, especially in the training partnership. Yeah. They, would have, they would have been um, aiming her for this run. but um, It was a very quiet trial leading into that race, though, yeah. wasn't it? So maybe it's like quiet trial, first up run, get in on the minimum of the boat on attack second up launch yeah well she still would have got in on the minimum uh, half a kilo above the minimum so but i mean they, they probably weren't to know that at the mm-hmm. time but um yeah no I, I i don't really have a super strong opinion here you could just keep talking in riddles for a minute the one horse that's come out massively above my quote and if they're making ground down the center of the track is electric light at 27 yeah. one so yeah. difficult steer for jade and my, my worry with some of these back markers jade's just riding him a bit cute dropping him out to last looking for gaps I, i'd really love to see this horse from the gate it's drawn wide it's just hopping there's going to be a three, three wide line, line here. just yeah. hop in it and let it get wide and look if they're making ground and the center of the track is really good um that's the one i want to be on but she's run third in the northern stakes behind fabergino and flirtini first up and then Go, was beaten two lengths in the Roma Cup. Yep, not a bad run. Good run. Not suited at the 1,400. Only, you only beaten 2.9 lengths at the yep. Jewel. Yep. Um, second in this race last year. Could be mad. Could be mad, definitely, mm. yeah. The, the 58's disappointing for the uh, for the mayor. It's, it's, uh, it, while it's a good race, it's a pretty well-compressed weight scale. Like, we don't have a horse in there taking the 62 and... 
um, knocking them and squeezing them all together a little bit. But um, look, I, I think the race is between Summers Dutton, Misty Medal, but uh, Aline to the best horse who the 1,000 metres probably doesn't suit. Lean to Samazdat, but willing to back electric light each way late if the track is telling me to do so. Yep. I'm pretty keen on Misty Metal. I think the stable has earmarked this race for a while now. 1,000 metres, Belmont, fresh. First trial of this prep was sizzling. It was, was giving us a nice little uh, blowout in her second trial. It's going to get a tempo to suit, drawn seven. So Sean McGrady should be able to keep her out of trouble, in a rhythm, rolling. It's going to take a fair horse to get past that. I think there's two horses capable of getting past Misty Metal in full flight. They are Samazdat and Electric Light. But uh, for me, I'm going to go Misty Metal on top. I think she'll win. Uh, the biggest danger being Samazdat, obviously. But from a value point of view, I'm with Terry with Electric Light. I can see her making things very interesting with her if she unleashes her trademark barnstorming finish. Very good. Just before we move on, actually, I just wanted to mention Profit Street. I actually really like the run of Profit Street. I know it's been three years since Profit Street's had a win, but Profit Street at 100 to 1 is going to go in my quadrilla. Ella. Eh. 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 Ah, the last, the get out stakes. Bernard. Um, S-T-E-A-K-S. Who's this brought to us by? Brought to us by the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, Market City Meats. <laughs> the extremely popular Get Out Steak. So Market City Meats located at the Canningvale Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt is in charge down there at Market City Meats. Drop in and say good day. I'll look after you down there at the uh, Market City Meats. Congrats to last week's winner, David Keats. He rolled with me. He selected Resistance oh, on top. Price. He was our only Resistance entrant, so he scooped the lot. Did David Keats? Um, hope you're enjoying those gourmet beef packages from Market City Meats. There, David. Sean hasn't eaten this week. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he only eats the week he wins the get out stakes. So, um, yeah, good luck to Sean this week. Yeah, all eyes will be on what mm. the what the goat Sean Nichols uh, produces this Saturday as he chases a fifth get out stakes win. Now to enter. Simply jump on to Twitter, send us a tweet at the 1-1-Pod who you think will win race nine at Belmont on Saturday. Decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred. Guru? Yes, wonderful. BJ, well, obviously we're going to see a couple of pretty popular horses here in Levitate and Devoted Star. I think they'll take up the majority of the um, of the uh, selection. So if you're going for either of those two, make sure you're, you're really uh, studious with your uh, margin. Get in early too because remember the Sam White oh, rule. Oh, the Sam White rule, yeah. yeah the, famous, the famous Sam White rule of, of early July. Yep. It's, um, yeah. That's in the in the clause. Yep. wonder if they've got a Sam White rule in the one out, one back podcast. <laughs> Probably not. No, they haven't come across that yet. We shouldn't steal people's podcast names. Okay. Uh, anyway, BJ, this is an interesting speed map. Um it's all drawn wide. So 10 carats drawn nine. I'm expecting more more aggressiveness. That's probably not a word. I'm expecting more aggression, but uh, they won't have the speed to go with. I'm Icy and Blooms drawn 10 and 11, two pretty quick horses. Um, Levitate drawn 13. What's the plan going to be here? My my guess about what you're going to say next is they're <laughs> going to come across and get the 1-1. One, one. And the worst part is I actually somewhat agree with you that that's what can probably and should probably occur here. No doubt, no doubt in my mind, Terry. Levitate, Paul Harvey comes across, jams him straight into the 1-1. Yeah, it actually uh, does look on today, I must yeah. admit. Yeah, 
Yeah, from there, pretty hard to beat. Mr. Run a week ago. It says future nomination stewards report. Spoke to one of the owners. It was a little skin issue, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so perhaps that's not a, a performance or something that will affect the performance. So. I don't know, to be honest with you. The three-year-old form is going um, gangbusters. Really, it is going gangbusters at the moment. But I mean, look at at that price. What are we What are we talking at the moment? Two dollars, two sixty, high twos, mid twos. Yeah, I'm, I'm not two ninety, two sixty locally. Yeah, yeah, pretty happy um, staying clear at that that type of price from Barrier Thirteen. To be honest, even if he uh, slots in, he's been up for a while. Um, Horses pop eventually, and and there is no guarantee from Barrier Thirteen you're going to get the one one. Is there? He might end up. Yeah, there's a number of things that could eventuate. So, look, I'm... What about the blinkers going on? I'm icy. That could be anything. Bloody hell. Yeah. Hey? Well, I'm surprised good luck, they... Good luck, Stevie. That's all I can say. The thing is, the two horses drawn underneath Levitate, if they are desperate to go forward, yeah. neither of them will want to hand up. Blooms isn't coming to town to hand up the speed. Mm. And um, I'm icy as a far better... I'm icy can't go unless yeah. lead. Like, literally runs last. He just turns it up on the turn, basically, if he's not in front. So, they'll be ridden with a great deal of aggression. It's not impossible that they really want to be aggressive on Sharp Bob too, yeah. so there's a bit of speed there. And if a couple do underneath kick up, Sharp Bob, 10 carat, etc., and the one one just simply might not be there. And that's the thing. We don't know. We yeah. don't know. Like we, we can only presume. I'm with BJ though. I do think Levitate will get a nice run. But um, hypothesizing. Yeah, we can hypothesize as much as we like. <laughs> Devoted Star ends up a few back the fence. Had no right to win first up over the thousand. The seas parted. Yeah, the seas did part. This this could be a tough old ride with that speed coming across from out wide. Devoted Star could well end up. I don't know, windstorm type territory, fall back the fence. And um, look, you always want to backpike in to find the gaps, but it's uh, a tough old ride. And um, again, I'm going to ask you, Bejo, what price are we talking for Devoted Star around the $3.40? The $3.40. $3.40 mark. At the time of recording, we don't have many agencies up mm-hmm. in our defence for this particular race or up for most of the others. Look, I think that's a risk at that price too. Going to... Go a little bit further afield. Surprise myself. Here we go. Here we bit. go. How about, oh, you want another statistic, do you? Okay. He's asked for another statistic. How about this? So we're seeing with playing Marika, we're seeing the blinkers go off, right? Mm-hmm. How many times have the blinkers been off in playing Marika's career? It's had 20 starts. Had 20 starts. Okay. So uh, tell me. Three. How many times has playing Marika won with no blinkers on? How many times has playing Marika won without Out of those three without runs. Blinkers. In those three runs. So... She hasn't worn blinkers three times in her entire career. Right. How many victories out of those three? Tell me. Three. Is that right? She's three from three with no blinkers on. They were the first three starts of her career and she ah, hasn't necessarily performed badly after yeah. that. So it's not the most – So had, that probably sounds a little bit far-fetched. She's worn blinkers every start since. Is that right? Every start since. So the blinkers went off in the trial. The trial was super. Yeah, trial um, better than uh, Jericho Missile. Trial better than Jericho Missile. Sea mm. Wave will be going very close to winning today at Pinjarra. It was mm. a very hot little trial. Playing Marika's won five of 20, um, probably should have won another five, yeah. just about, last yeah. couple of campaigns. She's, a, she's been, her own worst enemy at times. Well, exactly right. You don't have to be dead to be stiff, and mm. uh, playing Marika is a, a great example of that. Look, if Levitate gets caught deep and there's a there's a nice little line forming out there and that'll, that'll uh, give a couple of these drawn a bit wider, the cart into it, yep. I think fresh, um, I think playing Marika is a genuinely uh, good promising horse we saw in a rodeo win for the same stable first up in devastating fashion a few weeks ago um look at your double figures with in my mind some risks on the obvious two it's um playing marika each way um around about 11 12 bucks is available and that's that'll do me okay yeah i suspect that 
Levitate will... Levitate? Levitate. Uh, Pontiff just cruise across from 13, slot in, no worries. No, there is significant concerns, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, Levitate has the Indian Pacific form, has Bright Diamond, Puckapunyal form. Puckapunyal was like 230 in a strong three-odd race earlier in the card. Levitate was a heavily backed favourite before he was withdrawn last Saturday. For me, it all points towards him coming out on top in the get-out stakes. I'm pretty confident. Levitate was my best betting proposition of the day last Saturday before he came out. Uh, he's just about that. Again, I think he's a really, really talented horse. Paul Harvey, I think, will suit a strong rider. Uh, if the Pontiff is on and we get get the brakes early, I think Levitate will will be too, too good for these. Devoted Star will be back, weaving, wizard, looking for a way through, unleashing late. I don't know whether she's um, going to be able to get over the top of Levitate, though. And um, for me, if there was something out of the box, Terry went for playing Marika. I was thinking probably the horse that's going to, you probably have to say, is in that space is the informed double the pro, Fernie Camp, Mitchell Pateman, coming off five-timer at Kalgoorlie last week, about the same price as playing Marika, but just going to be getting back and running on, maybe three wide with cover, peels, who knows. But for me, levitate. Very good. Uh, levitate for BJ playing Marika for myself, and that brings us... Oh. Sorry. Yes. What did you think of the run of Perceive at Northern the other day? Yeah, good. Uh, it, I'd love to have seen this horse in an easier race. I, like, it's I'm ready to watching, win. I'm never watching that race again, though. Um, I've actually got this. We're about to – we'll, the, we'll just uh, jump ahead. But yeah, we, there was the Ginger race, yeah. Ginger. We, we declared Ginger as a big horse to follow, and um, I think uh, it's funny. Mitchie, Mitchie got chopped out. Not his fault at all. He was coming off a fall a few days earlier, so definitely not uh, – definitely a no falter, but um, I dare say Lever, uh, Ginger – was uh, going to win that race when chopped out of the hundred. I felt is that sort felt of, was ill. That, That's that, as ill as I felt after a race because that, that was a big sim- quote. Symbolic of as yeah of the last few few yes, weeks for the it group. It has been. Yeah. It's been symbolic of the last probably six weeks. Yes, that was. Uh, yeah, I, I declared that to quite a few people as well. Got out to about sixteen seventeen dollars in the exchange, and uh, no, just uh, I think Amelia Bedelia rolled in a little bit at the wrong time as a horse rolled out, and the gap just disappeared and. Mm. What appeared to be a gaping ended up being no gap and um, just going to go get a tissue to wipe my tears <laughs> away. Thanks for bringing that up. Similar thing happened yesterday, actually. One of mine was Al Mahalo. That was a, that was a uh, yeah, I was tough one. I was on that too. So mm. Yeah, no, that was uh, that was difficult viewing as well. So that's why we love the game, though, isn't the it? The great game. We just get ourselves back up. We we <laughs> dust ourselves off and we uh, and we go again. So. We just lift like Shannon Knowles style. <laughs> <laughs> Just need to grow a little, uh, little goatee under me, uh, under me, a little bit of bum fluff there. Just store some food in later in the day. All right, let's get to our best bets. Everyone wants to hear you, Maddie, this week, BJ. You've, um, you've set a, uh, you've set a pretty high bar. Uh, best bet of the day, Bernard. Where are you at? All right, so I'm, I'm hoping some of the agencies open around the three dollars or low threes with Levitate because I reckon he's a really, really smart horse. Think he's going to Paul Harvey will look to dominate this race from on top of the speed. Levitate, I'm going again. He's my best betting proposition of the day. All right, Barra Magic for me is my best betting proposition of the day, quite comfortably as well. Um, about that ten dollar mark. I uh, yeah, I don't in the early markets to be honest. I don't really want to have many other bets at all, which is very much unlike me. So, Barra Magic is my best of the day at about ten bucks. I like that, Terry. I like it a lot. Maddie territory. So just a quick rundown in case you're new to the 1-1, not the 
one out, one back, the one one. Uh, Maddie's uh, 20 to one plus uh, at time of recording. We can be a little bit, you know, uh, here and there with those rules, but that's that's the general gist of things. What's your Maddie of for the day for both on stakes? Yeah, day? let's let's get let's get the the crap one out of the way first and save the uh, the big dogs one for afterwards. Stella Ann has won Whoa. a narrow battle with a few of them. Yeah, look, I want to see Lisa if it's if this track because we often get later bias tracks. We haven't seen one for a while, but if we get a track at suiting horses on speed. We both agree this has got the map. It's got the lead to suit. I do prefer Stella Ann with a sit. But I reckon I reckon this horse is going really nicely. I reckon she can give a really good kick out in front. Do think she'll be grabbed. Um, but at over 20 to 1, I believe her run was far better than Moderator, who's about 6 to 1. Yeah. So um, Stella Ann just got the nod probably over Electric Light as the, uh, as the Maddie. Okay. That's nice timing because I was leaning towards Bad Wolf and Electric Light as my Maddies, but I'm going to roll with Electric Light. I have three written down there. They have three that are over mine. Electric Light, Bad Wolf, Stellar Ann, slash, slash, slash. So. Okay. There you go. Great there you lines. go. So, yeah, at the moment, I see Sportsbet's got a bit of $27 mm. around for Electric Light. Her best is certainly good enough. Adam Durant Yard, I reckon, I reckon things are just about to turn around. I thought Not To Be Missed was good on Saturday. He had a couple of horses that hit the line nicely midweek at Belmont. I reckon things are just, the wheel's just about to turn. Got one uh, debuting with Adam next week, so I'd love if now uh, was the time the, the wheel was to turn. I've actually got three in next Wednesday potentially. Yeah? Yeah, it's exciting stuff, isn't it? Who, 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 who we got? Uh, we've got the Italian job again. Yeah. Uh, it was coming off the sniffles. Yeah. Uh, we've got Out the Fryer making a debut, probably making a debut. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that'll be an educational run. And then Material Witness. With Durant, the first two with the Pierces, so um, a bit happening. Don't know if there's going to be a winner there, but uh, look, you and you and Trav Murray like really. We're going head to head, head at the moment. Head, yeah, right? we're going head to head. He's he's got me covered comfortably as the mastermind. Yeah. So I've uh, I've got to try and own a few more winners than him. That's yeah. the game at, Bob the, game Ju- at the moment. Bob Junior over here, Terry mm. Layton. Um, all right. Well, that uh, that brings our preview to an end. We've got our. Best betting propositions. You got our Maddies. You got our oh, thoughts and all, all the good stuff. A couple of statistics there from Terry. It's all happening here on both on stakes. The Marika one was a good one, wasn't it? Yeah, I like that. Three from three, no blinkers. Yeah, mm. be even better if she salutes at the double oh, figures for the what, guru. Yeah. Have something playing. I was going to make that my Maddie playing Marika all up Barra Magic at about 100 to 1. That's, that was the other toss up, I think. So I'm now at about seven Maddies. It gives me a better chance of getting one up. So, yeah, well, we're probably, there's, it has been sort of favourite dominated of late, hasn't it? So perhaps uh, it, this could be the, a day where there's a few random results. We'll wait and see how that all unfo- unfolds out at Belmont on Saturday.